Hey, hey guys, you're tuning into the Mina B podcast. It is your girl, Mina B, and I am so super excited for this episode. Uh, yeah, so if you fuck with my podcast, I would highly suggest you subscribe to the show and you rate and you leave comments. Comments are amazing and I love the feedback and, you know, it helps, duh. Like, come on, it's ratings and all that good stuff. So definitely be able to do that. You guys know that I am on Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, same shit, Um, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, all that good stuff. So this week's episode, you know, I love talking shit and I love having wonderful female, I'm not saying female guests anymore, Yaya, girl guests, lady guests, you know, women empowerment, all that good stuff. And of course, again, talking shit. And it wouldn't be right if I didn't do this podcast here in Atlanta and did not have the amazing Kenya B of the the Sugar on Shit podcast. Yes, (laughs) because she talks that shit and she does not mince her words. I literally, (laughs) I mean, I literally talk shit all day, so... Um, I'm it's, I'm happy to be here. Like, let me. I could talk all day on your podcast if you want me to. I mean, <laughs> we were supposed to record the podcast the other day and we did not get to it because we were lit. We were lit off and the white wine. <laughs> yeah, we were wine drunk and then some <laughs> shit went down and <laughs> we had to reschedule. We had to reschedule because she had to go take care of some business, honey. Nigga shit, real nigga Cause shit. Because niggas go nigg. Oh, <laughs> what's the wait? What's her and and Kenya's motto is niggas go. I fucking can't. I'm literally putting that on a shirt and a few merchandise uh, come August because I'll, I'll definitely support it. I'm yeah. getting a t-shirt. I'm, I'm, <laughs> we should get it with like you should do black with like pink words. Niggas I was thinking nigg. that because pink is my favorite color. So Boom. yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna have it on a, a mug. So like every morning you remind yourself when right. you pour your coffee that niggas go nig. So don't take it personal. And, and <laughs> explain a little bit to the listeners what niggas go nig really means because they may some people can't. Can catch it but you know for our slow for the slow ones yeah because it'd be a little bush it'd be some short bus riders so niggas gonna nig is like it's not even for me okay so when i started saying niggas gonna nig like i really started saying that because as girls we always get together and we have these male bashing sessions right right Let's be real. That's what we do. We have mail bashing sessions. We sit there. We compare notes of the week. Like, girl, you all, you won't even know what this nigga done did. Like, nigga, let me tell you the Tito. And my response was always at the end of the story was like, bitch, niggas go nig. Like, <laughs> niggas go nig. Men are gonna be men. Niggas gonna be niggas. This is what they gonna do. Right. Hilarious. And it's not it's not a it's not a gateway for 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 men to just be men because men are men and you should expect that. But it's just saying like, girl, don't beat up your chest, don't stress yourself, niggas gon' nig. So know that your nigga gon' nig and cause he a nigga, and then deal with him accordingly because again, niggas gon' nig. Like that's it. I'm so you know you can look at it you can look at it as a term of endearment. Or you can just look at it as how you want to look at it. But I ain't changing my words because niggas nigg. Like. <laughs> right. Facts. So last episode, funny, last episode, I, you know, did... <laughs> the episode was about corny niggas, if you guys heard of it. And thank you guys for listening. Um, I got amazing feedback for from the from the girls. And I, I just, I was so happy. Like, you have no idea because I was so worried about doing this podcast because... God, well, the episode rather, because guys have been so... I would vicious but and mainly any guy that's complaining about 
women that's having these conversations about relationships and men and it's funny it's real but and it's funny because i mean my podcast comes under uh, the comedy like i know i'm funny and i know what i'm talking about is real but it also is hilarious um they take offense and it's just like damn so i just felt compelled to just throw out the corny nigga shit because corny nigga and, and and lay it out like this is what they do and it's not necessarily male bashing but i'm gonna always say what's what how it goes down all that other fun stuff whether you want to hear it or not so i always say if, and i'm gonna start doing this disclaimer more often if you are sensitive and you cannot handle when a young woman like myself or a kenya b or a lauren xoxo or you know says the things that we need to say about relationships, about these niggas, I would highly suggest that this podcast is not for you. No, I'm not deterring people from listening to me, but at the end of the day, if it ain't for you, it ain't for you. I don't want to hear no negative shit in my DMs at all. I mean, the thing is, <clears throat> so with that, I'm... Be negative in my DMs if you want to, but don't be surprised with the with the comment right. or the feedback that you get back. That too, but I, oh, you know what it is too? I just feel like I had a rant the other day because I feel like motherfuckers really think like, because I talk about a ver- various things, not only relationships, I talk about various topics and I also talk about, you know, you know, every now and then things is happening and I, I, I'm a CNN junkie and I, I, I see what's going on in the news or whatever the case may be for the most part and I am not that the spokesperson for social issues you know what i'm saying and maybe on a small scale some people feel like you know oh she's talking about this she's talking about that let me ask her questions or let me sit there and throw a whole bunch of shit in her dms hey what do you think about this nigga i ain't here for that right i i work a nine to five a very demanding one um i'm building my brand my businesses things like that i talk about certain things in a certain light or whatever and i do take polls and i ask questions when it pertains to um episodes and i love feedback i'm all for feedback but i'm not here to be the black woman representative for certain issues like i'm not angela rye i'm not amanda (laughs) seals i said it the other day i'm not fucking amanda seals like and i love amanda seals i almost asked a question as soon as you said amanda seals (laughs) But what? Wait, what you mean? Okay, I don't want to answer. Well, just no, a quick question. How do you feel about Amanda Seals' rant that she went on the other day in regards to Charlemagne and the video surfacing of him admitting to rape? I saw. You know what? I'm gonna be honest. I didn't see the video about Charlemagne because I'm not a Charlemagne fan, mm-hmm. so it didn't catch my interest. I was like, oh, okay, the bigot. Like, no, let me not say the bigot. Let me not say that. I like Charlemagne to a certain degree. I like where he started because I know where he started back in New York on 107.5 with Wendy Williams all those many years ago. Um, I liked his commentary. I liked what he added to that show. They fell out when, you know, she went to TV and stuff like that and they fell out and he, you know, built his brand and built up who he was um, with Angelique, Morning Show, all that good stuff. Um, Has he always been an asshole? Yes, we know that. Um, I don't really know anything about him other than that. So I can't speak on it. You'd have to give me a little bit more details. But I do, I was under the impression they're friends. Yes. They're cool. Mm-hmm. So she didn't have much negative to say about it. Pretty much, right? right? Okay, so what the, what, what exactly she did she... She was basically like she's minding, she's minding her business. Um, and basically she feels like, I'm minding my business. You guys expect me to jump on this bandwagon to tear him down. I'm not going to tear him down. Um, and I'm not speaking on it until I do my own research and gather facts. She's not wrong for that. 
I mean, the guy's literally on tape, like videotape, like because it was a podcast. So, so he, he said he said he raped he the girl. He admitted to raping, drugging the girl, slipping some shit in her drink, drugging her, and having sex with her. And that it w- he claims that he didn't see it as violating her because his friends wanted some piece of the action and he stopped them from fucking her too like he was the only one that fucked her so it wasn't rape and when did, when did this occur this occurred so this happened a couple of years back and the podcast was taped a couple of years back and it just surfaced but it's, it's struggling because it's not like a like how his we voice always, is very you know it's not it's not a voice podcasting it's a video podcast so you yeah. see his you see him sitting there admitting to rape like you slipped this girl something you took advantage of her uh, under the influence. Like, because he I said think, he put something in her drink. I'm going to say this. I think Amanda was trying to be, I think she was trying to be, like, safe face because that's her friend. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, right is right and wrong is wrong. And I think she does know because cancers, we are very, very, she's a cancer too. Very, very particular about our friendships and how things come across when we're, trying to save face or trying to save the friendship because I feel like if she said what she really wanted to say prior to getting full scope maybe she hadn't seen the video yet prior to getting full scope of what happened she would lose that friendship yeah I mean I'm pretty sure she would lose that friendship but is that really a friendship that you want to have no 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 it's not it's not not a friendship that you want to have also you can't you also we have to also take accountability when we're friends with other people and friends that do friends of friends who do fuck shit years and years ago who you who i was six months ago is not who i am now so he's married he has kids now or whatever the case may be i am more than sure he's remorseful and i also think that there was a time in which Charlemagne was not very sure of himself bro like at the end of the day he has bleached the skin like let's be crystal clear we're both western Indian. right of course and he bleach skin. you know what him, him skin like. him skin bleach yes yes okay so like i had to throw the accent out like his skin, his skin is bleached like i there's a lot about about him and how he reacts and how he talks to people and the arguments and the conflicts that he has had there's complexes and a lot of insecurities there so him saying he drugged the bitch yeah because you probably couldn't get the bitch you mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying it's saying it's wrong. So I'm pretty sure that there's things about him that Amanda and other friends in the industry know about him that they don't necessarily want to uh, be privy to. Be privy to, and they're trying to save face. And I think that's all. It, all it's about. It sucks because as much shit as she, and I'm not saying she talks shit like it's bad. She says a lot, makes a lot of good points, a lot of valid arguments um, on on a lot of matters. But yeah. Yeah, I think she just did all of that to save face because she's like, nah, I ain't about to get into this because it's about to be a whole bunch of shit, a whole bunch of comments, a whole bunch of DMs, and it's going to cause me drama that I really don't need right now. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's fair. Yeah. Oh, so anyway, um, what were we talking about before that? <laughs> oh, you were saying that you're not the Angela Rye or the yeah, Amanda so I was like, Seals. Yeah, I was, I'm not the Angela Rye or the, uh, or the Amanda Seals for social issues. Like, I just feel like I have, an opinion, I have an opinion and I have a platform and I like to use it. But at the same damn time, you're just not going to put me in. You're not going to put me in a hole to, like, give you energy that I haven't given you before. Like, if you DM me one time and I didn't answer it or I sent you a heart emoji, that's because I am acknowledging that you sent me something, but I'm not necessarily going to answer you or whatever. Or I don't find it interesting enough to answer you 
at all. Like, I just be like, why do y'all do this shit? Like, why do you keep throwing shit down my throat just because you want my opinion? I don't owe you my opinion. There's Google. There's other websites. There's blog sites. There's The Shade Room. There's Bossip. There's, you know, go to Sean King's page for, you know, that type of stuff. Like, don't come to me for that because that's just not... And I listen, just like, you know, how... um, Cardi B, like, for example, Cardi B was like, you know, she don't want to be a role, mo- role model. This yeah. is the, I don't want to be the fucking social uh, advocate for certain things or just because I have an opinion or just because maybe I say something that you like. I'm not that. You know what I'm saying? Like, not everything deserves my attention, attention. Or, or response, period, right. point blank. So, that's how I feel about that. And if y'all don't like it, that's too bad. I just This won't be the podcast or the forum for you. For you, yeah. So that's that's just where I stand with that, and yeah. So um, to get into it, so I, guys, if you've been listening to the show for a little while, you guys know that I do a What's the Thesis series. So this series is when I have my lady guests come on, and we you know talk shit and talk about topics that are happening currently, you know, all that good stuff. So uh, I would always love feedback about that. What do you want the ladies to talk about? What's the tea? So if you got some tea that you want us to talk about, definitely DM me about that. You know, questions about that we'll take (laughs) for sure. So I know the other night, like, so we had a girls night last night and then me and Kenya were together on Wednesday getting Mm -hmm. drunk when we were supposed to do the podcast for the first time. (laughs) So of course we talk about relationships. What would the Mean to Be podcast show be without talking about these niggas and relationships? But... Um, I was thinking to myself with retrograde right now, I'm like, damn, I know I want to like be open to dating mm-hmm. again because I haven't been and I haven't been really interested and I have a, such a good block right now. My block is crazy. Like I'm like, Boop, nope, I'm not trying to hear that bullshit. Focus. <laughs> I'm focused. Boop. Like nigga, please. Oh, Ooh, you did that. Oh, okay. I'm just going to walk away from this situation because I'm not about to argue. Right. Like my block is just so the guard is so high up and i'm just like i want to slowly bring it down but at the same time because i haven't like i said i haven't been dating in a while so i want to get back out there and try it and see what it is and you know i was thinking to myself there's a lot of guys that you meet that want to date you or want to talk to you and it's like they're like serial daters. Like, they, they talk to one girl, one girl, after one girl. You know, I wouldn't say whole shit, but they just constantly looking for the next best thing. And I was thinking to myself, when does it come to a point where you just stop dating? Like, where you just, like, put a pause on dating? And this is for guys and girls. Like, stop dating and actually take one person serious or stop dating and chill, take time like, away Shut the fuck out yourself. and take some time out for yourself. Like, what, um, like I feel what? like that depends on where you're at in life. So, if you're dating and then you come to a conclusion, because I think all of us have these um, revelations, right? Mm-hmm. If you're not having revelations, then I feel like there's no growth. Right. At some point, you have a revelation. Um, sometimes it comes come to you when you um, when it's nice and quiet and you're left alone with your thoughts. And then sometimes it might just come to you out of nowhere. Right. But you have this revelation, and in that revelation, you either realize that you're actually very comfortable with yourself and you don't need all this extra, or you come to a realization that, you know what... What I'm looking for, I'm not finding finding it, and maybe I'm not finding it because I'm the reason why. Like because yes. I am doing too much. So let me pick one person and build with that one person. Right. Depending on what your revelation is, is how you should move. But you need to have that revelation. And you know, what I think I think and and guys, fellas, you could definitely let me know if I'm wrong. But I feel like y'all be having the revelations, but y'all just keep going because I'm like, like okay. 
there's a guy. <laughs> I'm tired about this. There's a guy, <laughs> 38 years old. You out here, you trying to talk to everything moving because you're unhappy with who you're talking to at home. Mm-hmm. How I figured out he had someone to talk to at home is because when you got to stop everything you're doing and answer your phone for a woman, that's not your mama or your sister, you're attached. You definitely have an attachment. Whether you claim her or not, that's your attachment or whatever the case. And I'm like, but you over here trying to like talk to this girl, talk to that girl. Why? For what? Why don't you just go stick with that? And focus on what the fuck you got to focus on. At 38 years old. You're old, my nigga. Yeah, you old as shit. Um, I think right now what the issue is is just that it's every everything is accessible and it's too accessible. Yeah. Um, I realize that people who are not really into social media, um, who really are out here like just like living in this moment. So they go to work, they come home, they meet people the traditional way via just personal. Going to a bar, going to a restaurant, hanging out. Those people really don't have that many issues compared to those. And if they do have the issues, it's not broadcasted. Right. Opposed to those who live and die by social media. I don't think he's fond of social media like that. And I don't think he's fond of social media because that allows him to be a hoe. To be like a real hoe. Like, you're living this incognito life because you are a hoe. (laughs) Like... Dudes, I always find it funny when dudes say they don't have social media. Like, no, they always have social media. They just have it on hidden accounts. I'm, I'm going to tell you that for now. Is this what y'all doing out here? They have, they have <laughs> social media. They have it on hidden accounts, so they don't have social media with their face and their name. But they have an account that they use to pre other people's business. They absolutely. But you do. know what's so funny about that? The wouldn't like wouldn't I know? Like, say if you know, say if you try to go through your contacts on Instagram, wouldn't you be able to see that? No, because not everybody hooks up something through to the Instagram. Phone. Okay. And even if they hook something up through, the, their, through a phone number, it might be one of those text-free app phone numbers. You get what I'm saying? Gotcha. Or an email address that that his friends know nothing about, but it might be a business email address or an old email address from years back that he really don't use anymore. Gotcha. There's other ways to finagle the social media listen it goes back to niggas gonna nigg people find a way niggas gonna nigg they find a way that's their best possibilities there so also i was thinking in terms of like when you have to stop dating or when you have to pull pull back from it and take some when it takes too much from you i was gonna say also when it becomes a fucking job bro yeah when it takes when it starts when it's not fun and it has started started to become like a fucking job and you're you're constantly like on the clock trying to appease this person and talk to this person and tap into this person's personality and you're getting in an argument with this one because this person's temperamental it's like you're taking on so many energies and Mm -hmm. you're losing sight on the energy and the person that you are just so that you can fulfill a need you okay the thing is when you have too much Okay, it's like a food addict, right? Mm-hmm. Or say you go to a buffet. You have all these options in front of you. So you're literally going to take a little bit of everything. Right. But do you need all that you're putting on your plate? No. no. Now, if you go to a restaurant where you have to literally sit there and pay for what you actually want, you're paying for quality. 
You're going to sit there. You're going to be mindful of what it is that you pick off the menu because you know that what you order is what you're going to get. You didn't pay one set price to have to nitpick at everything. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Right. So in dating, I think a lot of times when people become serial daters, they lose sight of the purpose of dating, which is to find some one person that you can settle with and build with. It is not to continuously go on this merry-go-round of dating, 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 and dating, dating. We are all guilty. We are, I am <laughs> a recovering serial dater. Yeah. And I had to stop because it was literally draining me. Like, my family was, like, literally laughing. They talk about it now, even. They were like, oh, my gosh, I remember when you used to run these streets of Atlanta. You would literally have a date for breakfast, date for lunch, date for dinner, like, and a date afterwards. And that was, like, every day of the week. Average was like, I'm going to get my night cap now. Like, seriously. And that was, like, every day of the week. And this was not, I'm not talking about the same person. It was, like, different men every day. And it, it became too much. After a while, I had to sit and I'm like, how could you, you done ju- lost sight. How did you juggle all those personalities and all that energy? I was I had a little bit more energy back then. That's when I worked for myself full time, so I had my own schedule. But me working full time and having my I mean me working for myself and having my own schedule, that was that sometimes you become idle when you don't have a set schedule. And right. I feel like because I didn't have that set schedule because I could make my own schedule, I took advantage of it and I just ran with it. Like you get what I'm saying? Um, I was a little younger then, so I had a more energy. But after a while, like I said, you lose sight of the purpose. And at one point, which is when I had that revelation, I was it was the first time I had me time in a long time. And I sat there and I'm sitting there and I'm literally going through my catalog and I'm like, I don't even like none of these niggas. Damn. They just show me attention. I don't like none of these niggas. I don't like not one of them. Yeah. That's And yeah. I literally deaded all of them. I'm like, fuck this shit. That's a lot. I don't know. I could, I, that, like, I've definitely been out on a date with somebody that I did not care for or didn't like or whatever the case may be. You know, bitch gotta eat. So, I'm like, all right, I'll take the meal. <laughs> I'll take the meal. And this is, a, like, a, I haven't been doing that recently in recent years. But, yeah, before I hit 30, I definitely did that yeah, shit a lot. Like, I did, lot. I did it often. But, I don't know. Now, just because of energy and my time and, you know, I have a really, really difficult time spending energy on people like mm-hmm. i just it's such a hard thing for me to do especially so, when there's no return even if and honestly speaking like okay maybe if i don't like the guy that much but he's really intelligent or he works for a company and or he's interested in activities that i like or hobbies or like things yeah i'll chop it up absolutely let's talk shit like what's up like i'm all for that like i'm re- i really network like i yeah. i feel like even if it's a guy that i don't like i will network with like just the other day i met this guy I'm out with my girlfriend. Matter of fact, we were celebrating my birthday. And we I don't know how we ended up talking. We ended up talking about foreign exchange. And I've been so I'm so interested in the foreign exchange currency because I'm like, there's a lot of money to be made in it. And I'm like, you know, I want to teach myself how to, you know, make really make forex work for me. So and with this new job that I have, I've been so busy. So I'm like, you know what, I gotta sit down and spend some time on it. So we were talking and he wasn't nothing to look at, honey. <laughs> he Nigerian. He might be Nigerian. He ain't nothing to look at. Yeah, but he had a dope ass personality. And we started talking more more about this. I was like, hey, here's my card. He sent me an email with my with all the information that I needed to start, or like how to look at the, at the, the the trends. And I'm like, bruh, like that was more gold than going out to dinner. Absolutely. That was more gold than the hookah that he bought me. Because the thing is, at that point... <laughs> he bought me a hookah, but I was like, that was that was gold. You don't, you, don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, bruh, friend zone, like, you're definitely an asset. 
you're not a liability. At that point, you just got to return in the time that you spent with him. And, I, and I, I didn't even have to spend no time with him. He sent me some shit. Like, that was dope. And I'm like, damn. I, you know. Yeah, that was dope. I was just like, damn. We be passing up on our future husbands because they're not cute. Yeah, Real shit. I, 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 Real shit. I, I, not, not saying necessarily this situation, but you know, just in general. No, yeah. I realize, um, and I, I think it's the getting older thing. Um, I started to realize like my time is way too valuable for yep. certain, for just certain shits. Like I started telling Nick, like when people reach out to me, I start telling them like, listen, don't. Don't don't text me after seven. Like if you make no plans for me during the oh, day, I've been for, on that for years. If you make no plans for me during the day for the evening, don't hit me at seven o'clock. So I'm like, can I meet you in an hour? No. Um, and I had to start looking at people because I'm. I had to. I came to a revelation, realization that I'm very vain. I realized that I was very vain. Like if you did not look a certain type of way, I was not. I was not with it. Right. Um, and I met some busted ass dudes. Like, I mean, they weren't cute for shit that were that they offered something more than the people who just look like really good arm candy right and so that's another thing you have to you what is more important someone that looks good or someone who adds value to your life right someone that adds value i have to agree um and that's another that's another thing too and i i I was saying this in the corny dudes episode um because i just think that there's a level of corny that you can deal with um, and it's just based on exposure, based on, you know, how they grew up. Maybe you bring something to the table that they are not used to. And you can actually shape that situation into a relationship, into a bond. Like my auntie Nini says, into a bond. <laughs> <laughs> into a bond. Um, you can definitely create your relationship based on a person that is ding 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 willing there's a lot of niggas out here that are not fucking willing and it's maybe because of their pockets it may be because of their lack of exposure or maybe because they really are ignorant to the fact that they have to put in some type of work you understand what i'm saying and then you got a motherfucker right here corny as shit but it's super nice personable and is willing I'll take that corny nigga any day. Yeah, especially I'll take him any since day. I've um so back to the pocket thing. Like, <laughs> it is so pivotal that if you cannot afford to date, do not date. Facts. Um, if you cannot date, do not date. Um, so that we don't have to have that conversation. And, and I'm second guessing myself to know if you're willing or not willing, because. If you're out here, I'm assuming that you have your shit together. Right. You ain't got to be 100%, but be a percent of something. Mm-hmm. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, you could, like, for instance, like, I'm not saying that you have to have a six-figure job, but a job that makes 50000 60000 is cool in Atlanta. That's sufficient. Right. It's sufficient, and we can build on top of that. But when you come in with nothing to build on, you should not be out here talking about you want to take nobody on a date. Don't don't ever invite me out talking about <sighs> going to Dutch. I've I've definitely tackled this before and I've made it very crystal clear um, I am not paying for dates at all Um, if any female pay for a date I'm going to ask her herself to reevaluate her life because for you to pay for a date and you don't know the person right how much value do you put on yourself like that you let that shit fly mind you mind you I and Passport Cuddy says this shit all the time and I totally agree, agree and this is how I am I don't mind treating my man. If you 
have courted and held it down and you have and I am good for this. If you have held it the fuck down, honey, I don't mind picking up the tab. Like I don't mind taking us out for happy hour. I do not mind for your birthday I paid the tab. And I definitely do not mind if you, you know, paid all of this and you say tip, nigga, I don't mind putting down that tip at all because I love tipping. Um, But anything else? Nah, I'm not. And also, if the only way I'm paying is if you're the homie and nine times out of nine times out of ten, the homie knows that he's going to pay that he's paying. So that's just what it is. And I know that there's a lot of you know, conversation about this all over, you know, Instagram and other podcasts about men and women and how the roles are shifting as far as paying paying for dates are concerned. But I'm just not. I'm not doing it. I'm old school. Call it what you want. Um, call me a gold. I don't give a fuck what you call me. I'm not doing it. You have to. I feel like a lot of men are out here looking for women to prove themselves. And I'm sorry. That's, I've heard oh, that's men not, say that. Like, oh, you got to prove to me that you're worth You got to prove that like, you're worth it. Or like, or you for, have you heard of pre-baby? Like when they fucking want to meet you first, like they'll get your number. They want to meet you real quick just to see if they really like you and you see so, if, you, if there's a bond so that they can figure out if they want to spend money on you to take you out on, I on the first date. Did have that? What um, the fuck above. is that? So I had that experience about three months ago. Um, this is when I was still living in New York. A dude had he wanted to pre whatever me, and um, when I when I realized what it was that he was doing, I'm like no, like. We're either going to go out on the first initial date, enjoy ourselves, or say, okay, we had this, We, we I don't think it's going to click, or that's that. Like, you're sitting up here telling me that you want me to meet you by World Trade Center in the middle of the fucking day, rush hour traffic, four, four or five o'clock. You want me to come from Brooklyn to Manhattan just for you to take a look at me to see if I look like my pictures and if you want to actually be with me and all this Child other shit? Bye. You sound all types of fucking stupid. Ain't that what FaceTime is for? That's crazy. And then had the nerves to get mad and tell me I'm playing games. Like, no, nigga, you whole stupid. Like, crazy. I'm not even about to sit here and entertain you. That's so he insane. got hit. He had a, the fact that he had an attitude is why I blocked him. Niggas, and that's the thing. They really be justified. They be they, be too really, much. They, they want a lot and they, they offer very little. Nothing. And um, my thing is this too. And guys, I'm not saying like women offer a lot. Because I know that there's chicks out here that don't offer anything at all. And you guys have had those experiences. But when a woman... I can only speak for me. A woman like me, I work my job and I take care of myself. And I probably pay a little bit over $2,000 in bills a month. So, rent included, of course. I'm not about to sit here and play with you on no pre-bait. I'm not doing none of that shit. Like, you, my time is precious. I take care of me. I take care of... I clearly know how to take care of a household if I can do all the, the all that what I do. So, what the fuck? What, why should I spend my time with you again? Why should I waste my time with you? Be a man. Be a gentleman. Offer a date. Get to know me. If it's worth it to you, it's worth it to you. You'll go for... We'll go forward. If I like you, you like me, we'll go forward. If not, let's be adults and move on what the fuck is the big deal with the 60 or 70 dollars that you're spending you're a man 
provide at least you're supposed pro- to be provide man. that's what you're supposed to be doing it, you should chalk that up to the game that shit shouldn't even matter to you and at the end of the day really and truly i always say this to, about niggas y'all always want some fucking pussy pussy is always the end the end goal right so you should be willing to pay for some food to get into her mind to talk to her to see if there's a bond so that you can possibly get some pussy i'm just saying because that's the end goal not today not tomorrow maybe in a month maybe in two months but that's the end goal Come on now. And I, and I say that in the most respectful and honest way. Like, let's be for real. And that's the beauty of having a platform is to speak honestly truth, yeah. and speak truths. And I feel like people don't want to hear the truth. Like, this is what it is. Like, let's cut the shit. And men need to take in consideration as a woman how much we put up with and how much that we do. Like, seriously. For, so, for me, my math is simple. I'm not, don't expect me to pay for shit because I'm not going to pay for shit. I'm not going to pay for shit even if we're in an established relationship because by the time I get, like, by the time I do my makeup, my foundation is $60 easy. Bitch. My mascara is $20 a tube. I fucking hate you. My lipstick is $15, $18, $20 a pop depending on the brand. My nigga, I already paid for it. I already paid for this date 15 times over. Don't fuck with me thinking I'm about to beat the hell out this face. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Put on a cute ass (laughs) outfit. Walk in these damn shoes that I don't even want to be in, and you think that I'm about to come out of pocket? Bitch. Nah, you got me fucked up. My face alone done cost me an easy one eighty. My nigga, you was looking at one hundred eighty dollars. That's that's your money right there. Don't ask me for nothing else. Bye. I am done with her. She's on timeout. <laughs> I'm done with yo, Kenya. I'm done with you. Said, my face is a, my face is already one hundred and eighty dollars, and I haven't even put my outfit on yet. So I just need you to understand. Or my hair, like nigga, you got me fucked up. Like you think I'm gonna be out here going Dutch? Who goes Dutch? I'm not paying for nothing. I'm not yeah. going Dutch. I, like I said, I, like I said, in a relationship, I don't mind treating my man, especially if he's doing what the fuck he got to do. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it, but Dutch half, not, not, I'm not doing that. Yeah, no, not doing no, that. No. And I'm, I'm even worse. Like I'm the type of chick. Like I won't even come out my house with a wallet. I'll come out with my license. That's it. Because I ain't paying for shit. And if you feel like I'm going to go Dutch, and I've done this before, like, if you feel like I'm going to pay or go Dutch or whatever, I will leave you at the table so you know I'm not paying for shit. Oh. Now, however you get that done, whether you got to wash dishes or whatever, after I leave, that's completely up to you. But me, Kenya, I'm not coming out of pocket. Luckily for me, I haven't been in that situation outside of this one drink. I, I We talked about this on... um on uh the fuckboy part two episode with uh the um devil's advocate like i just was like nah that nigga had really trying to leave me with a bill of for a heineken and a and a and a cosmo oh, and i'm just saying like bruh like i'm not doing that shit like nigga, you was on my dick to come out to eat and drink and, and all of that and you I just mean, had drinks is not even it wasn't it wasn't a, it wasn't a lot but I, that wasn't the point i just no, I, I'm walked, just saying, I walked the off fact that he tried to leave you with a, a 20 dollars bill yeah i just i just walked off like you gonna pay that shit like don't 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 try me like don't be don't be raggedy and i could tell like that right then and there i just knew he was a raggedy nigga like everything was good up until that point i was like oh you a raggedy nigga i can't fuck with you mm. nah can't fuck with you not for that that's corny. Dead. Dead over finished. Um, so let's move on. So, okay, so have you been watching Love Is? I love Love Is. Oh my God. Like, I love that. Sh- like, I so love that show. That was like my cry in a lot of ways. Like, are you all caught up on the episode? I am. Okay, so guys, I'm not going to. Love Is is actually a uh, series on own. Um, I think it's written or directed, if not both, by um oh god, I'm fucking up. What's it what's the name? The Kills. If you know anything about them, they are a black 
couple in Hollywood. They've d- done a lot of production on a lot of shows that we do watch. Um, so yeah, it airs on OWN and it's based on a love story. Actually, I think it's based it's on theirs, them. It's, it's theirs. They're based on mm-hmm. their love story in the 90s, how they met and all that good stuff. So um, Amir and... Amir and what the fuck is her name? I'll, I'll post it at some point. <laughs> I forgot. Her, I forgot her name. Amir and Salah Akil. Look it up real quick. Something like that. Let me see. I forgot, but yeah, because they, they're they're really amazing. So um, yeah. So it's about you know a couple in the nineties, and it just kind of brings you back to when we were growing up and we were looking at love, and we just knew that we would meet the one and meet meet people that we could bond with and get married and all that stuff so that's probably why we so fucked up now because we've seen a lot of good things like Salim Akil Akil and Salim Akil Mara Akil and Salim Akil Mara Akil yeah Mara Akil Mm. yeah she just took his last name because she used to be Mara Brock Brock, Akil yeah. yeah so anyway um so yeah well like when we were growing up we used to see these relationships and see these people like together and black love was such a real thing at one point um, where it's gone now, everyone say black love is coming back. I, I feel I'm on the fence with it, maybe because I'm a little jaded and I haven't experienced it. Um, <laughs> so I'm just like a little on the fence with that. But back in the day, we got to see things a certain way. And there was there was black love and there was like, you know, interest in building relationships and all of that. And men were actually being men. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know what happened. But yeah, I just, <laughs> like the... So basically... The main character, Nuri, she's dope. She's a writer for a show, a.k.a. Martin, but it's not Martin, it's Marvin. Right. Um, and he, she meets this guy, and they fall in love, and he don't got shit. He don't got, he ain't got a pot to piss in and a window to throw it out of. Like, he literally ain't got nothing. But he is such an alpha male. He's an alpha male. Isn't that the most amazing thing ever? Like, how you have shit, but you are an alpha male. And it makes you feel like, Damn, like, yeah, I know I don't have nothing going on right now. I don't have anything to offer to you but my time, my love, my energy, my support. But I'm still going to let you understand that I'm a man and you're not going to walk on me. And I'm like, somebody asked me last night. I see these new age women, though. They'll be on some shit like. Bitch. And and somebody (laughs) asked me. Somebody asked asked us last night. Last night. Last night they asked us if your Yasir was to come Right would now. right now would you, would you be able to accept him and i was like yes but i'm a liar no i wouldn't be able to accept him because i said straight up no um yeah i, I, I said yeah, like... i said yes because the lover in me would say yes and also it depends on the place that i'm in, in like right right now right right now could i take a year's here i couldn't take a year's here right now no. Because I'm building and I'm and I'm, I'm starting all over again. You know what I mean? New company, new apartment. You know, I, I love Atlanta. Atlanta's home. At the, you know, it's like my second home. So I'm just trying to figure things out because I haven't lived here in a while. And you know, I, I want to focus on me right now. So I couldn't take a year right now. I only, I could take a year. Only way I could take a year is I have if I have an extra three or four thousand dollars in my bank account, bitch. Because that's the only way. I gotta be super. I like. I'd have to be so comfortable knowing that this man is going to be sleeping in my house, in my bed every night, and don't have nothing to bring to me. Yet, do you know how much of a mind fuck that is? Also, on a what if? On a what if? But see, I think, and I feel like, like you said, it depends on when you like. Yes, yes. Sarah came to Nuri in a time where she had her own roundup. 
Yeah, right. Her own house. She had her own good lineup. job. Brand new car. Just bought that. And out crib. of all her, but I think that she realized what you see is what she's realizing is that out of her lineup, he fit. He does not fit with everybody else in her lineup. Yet he makes her the happiest. Yeah. And so it shows you that material things mean nothing. nothing. Yeah. Without the passion and all the other things, because she's dealing with someone who's head of the, the the production team. She's dealing like she was just dealing with like in their own right heavy hitters, right? Right. right. And then here comes Jasir, who has nothing yet he makes her the happiest. And you know what's so funny? I've been the girl that's dated like the heavy hitters, that niggas that had shit. And I remember um, dating a guy that didn't really have anything. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a job. He paid his bills. You know, he could take me out on dates. We had a great time all the time. But his ambition wasn't of what I was used to. So I sabotaged that relationship just because I knew he didn't fit the future picture of what Tamina needed. And was that fucked up? Yes. But at the same time, now that I look back on it. No. But now that I look back on it. It's not paying the bills. It's not going to it's not going to nurture my soul when I walk into a room with certain people and because I network and I like to talk to people and even for what I'm doing right now I feel like I wouldn't I probably wouldn't have made a lot of the decisions that I made and been able to do the things that I've been able to be to do because out of fear that I'm leaving him behind I couldn't be with somebody that I would feel that way with but see I think that's I think that's different because with him with your situation you're saying that he could survive but he had no ambition to do more yeah yeah Actually, has the ambition. Yeah, he just <laughs> he hasn't has, got. He, he just hasn't, hasn't gotten, got that hit. He ain't got that hit. But yet. he has that ambition. He has that drive. He's 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 wanting and trying to do better. Yeah. And I think a, a bit ambition plays a part because with ambition comes a what if. I mean, comes a maybe. Yeah, and what? Well, not a what if. A maybe. A maybe. And that maybe holds weight. And then, the thing about that Yasir shit too is, I, I feel like depending on who a, a character like him talks to, he may walk into an opportunity. Just from gift of gab, just from having knowledge, just from, you know, having experiences and saying, all right, you know what? I'm going to give this guy a shot. Mm-hmm. Why not? Girl, so no, I ain't ready for my Yasir yet, but there's something that is so dope about these characters and like the way he is. He's, he's so manly, bro. I love a good alpha male. Jesus. I love Jesus. a good alpha male. I love an alpha male. An alpha male. Hold on. I got I cop I, I copped the alpha male recently, but he's rude, and there's a difference. It's a difference. There's a difference. Alpha male and being fucking disrespectful. I wouldn't say he's disrespectful. I just say he's slightly rude, and I think that nobody is able to say what they need to say to him in in terms of how rude he is or the little things that he does that comes off a certain way. So nobody wants to say anything, and he's one of those people. He's an Aries, of course, that doesn't take. He probably listening. Sorry, don't care. Um, that doesn't take accountability for his you know attitude in a lot of ways and that for me doesn't work uh like other other than that that little 20 percent out the 80 percent of him is great great person but that attitude mm-mm, I, that mm-mm, you don't have to be friends i couldn't he like mm-mm, that attitude sucks and that's what i'm saying like you could be an alpha male but you have to know your your you just have to be mindful mindful of your manliness and mindful of you know not everybody is out to you know how do you is say is he african no he ain't african mm-hmm. 
Because nah. African men don't know how to talk to people. Oh, well, that, that's, and that, well, Africans, that's a cultural thing, too. Like, African men. I'll be having to tell them, you in America now, you got to fix that. Yeah. Because as a black woman, if we walked around like that, they would have told us the same they thing. Talk, they talk to their women all kinds of ways. So they're used to a certain amount of, you know, leeway. And, you know, us here in the, in the States or even West Indian women, we done been through enough. So we're not finna take it from the Nigerian. That shit ain't going no, down. Listen. I'll catch a fucking case. Jamaican women, we do not mix with African men. I have tried it. And it's the <laughs> same thing over and over. It is a power struggle. Child. I'm not about to sit here and argue with you. Mm-mm-mm. Like, not. Nah. But, yeah, yes, Nasir, Yasir, whatever his name is. Um, I do believe that, that it depends on where you are in your life. But I feel like it depends on what you've been through as well gotcha. like if you if you're someone who has been um if you're a little a little jilted or you feel a certain type of way about like your past relationships you might not be able to welcome him in mm-hmm. but if you're as bubbly as she is and you're kind of like just going with the wind you she's good she's a good one yeah like i think you will be more open to him just like if you guys haven't seen the episode so sorry for the spoiler but episode six she he wanted her to wear her lingerie to work I didn't see that one, so I guess I'm not. Caught Damn. Up. We'll talk about that next episode. We'll talk, we'll talk about that another time. But yeah, it was just like nigga, what? And she was like, no. And she did that shit. In a she wore she to did, work. You'll see how she did it. it was, she probably wore it with a skirt over it and a suit jacket. Nah, it was like the the long one, so she wore it with a t shirt under it. A lot and a lot of that style is coming back now. And uh-huh. um, the only thing she fucked up on, she didn't wear a bra. She should have put on a bra. Especially at work. <laughs> he told her not to wear a bra, which she did. But I figured because she would put the t-shirt on, she would wear a bra. But So she was super uncomfortable. But you'll see in that episode. Okay. Um, yeah, I did, that's the only thing about alpha male. Like, there's certain things that I'm not doing. And I'm definitely not doing that. Like, you're not telling me what to wear and how to put things together and all of that. Like, there has to be some type of... Like, you draw the lines Yeah, there's a, there's like, there's lines have to be draw, drawn in certain points in my our personal relationship. personal life, you could be an alpha male. Like, my... You telling me what to wear to work, that's... that's the, yeah, my personal life, how we do things, how we run a household, uh, how we are together, you opening doors for me, you suggesting where we eat, what we do, how we run our money in our household, because you're good with money? Absolutely. But uh, anything else? Nah, bro. I'm but not you know what? Maybe that's the issue. Maybe that's the issue of when you said, like you said earlier, like you on the fence about black love coming back. Maybe that's the issue right now is that women are not allowing men to be alpha males. But also, and I'm so sorry to say this, and I hope the fellows do not take this the wrong way, bite my head off. I am sorry to say this, but a lot of you motherfuckers don't know how to lead and y'all don't know how to be men. So how can I, if I'm looking at your personal life and you are bombing t-shirts and all these sneakers and all this other stuff but you don't got a crib to stay at or you have this going on like i look at all of these things mm-hmm. there's certain things in this life that men are supposed to be doing and in 2018 niggas is not doing certain things you know what i'm saying they're mm-hmm. just not they're not building properly they're just like rolling through you know they're waiting for a bitch to pick up the pieces like that shit is whack like there's niggas that don't have cri- okay back home in new york niggas don't have cribs they living at their moms their grandmothers they living in somebody's basement and the first thing they fucking ask you when they talking to you hey you got your own place, you got your own place? You yeah because you want to fucking come up here and play house because rent is expensive in new york city you know what i'm saying so at the end of the day a lot of the men and i'm sorry black men it's y'all because white men they got it together even these fucking spanish men is pu- pulling they, they weight and getting their shit together black men are not pulling out their weight in a lot of ways and they are looking like how can i allow you to lead me how can i take your advice how can i say you know what babe you got it you're right when you're not living to the truth and value of how a man is supposed to be living and honestly um to say that i honestly feel like it's not all 
black men? It's not all black men. I no, like no, 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 not at all. I want to say it's a small percentage, it's a small, but it's also a a, a a grand majority too. It's a good amount, but I feel like it comes down to culture. I feel like when it comes to Caribbean Spanish people, especially the Mexicans, oh, they're not Spanish, but you get what I'm saying. Um, they they. They if they gotta take three jobs, that's what they're gonna yeah, do. Yeah, I'd have to say that. American men are coddled. They are spoiled Woo! as fuck, and they're coddled. Their mothers spoiled them, and yeah. they and they come they get to away. A woman, they get away with a lot. They because our black men already have a heart out here. I don't want to make it hard for him. No, no, no. You no, coddling no. him and you're spoiling him. Stop, and I've said this in past episodes for the mom, like for moms, they, what they do, they they create this situation where they make the. Single parent home, they make their sons their husbands. Mm-hmm. They make their sons the man in the household, and it shouldn't be like that. You pay the bills. You are. This is your household. That is your child. That is your son. Okay, he's not little man. He's not the man of the house. He's not none of that shit. Let him learn how to be a child and how to be a young man, a respectful young man, and not see. You know, and think he's being managed, and think he's because anything that he does yeah. in his mom's and eyes I, is, I, is not right. wrong, and actually be able to function in the real world like a normal, respectful, educated young man. Right. That's and that whole excuse of oh, like you know, well, we have all these single mother households. Um, listen, I know you got you got a you you got a father, which means he got a grandfather, he got uncles. Whatever your your best male friend, whatever, let them take him for a day and sh- and and let him work so that yeah. he can see what hard work looks like looks like from a man and not from just his mother. Let him go play basketball with his uncle. Have his uncle take him to get his hair cut. Like do all those things. Like my little brother is surrounded by all women, but when it comes to like getting shit done, like he's in New York for the summer. I made him go get a uh, summer job at the daycare. My grandfather takes him when he's doing little on, um, odd jobs, like electric, electric work, whatever like that. That's good. He's around my uncle. My uncle take him to get his hair cut. Like, build that community, that village that your son needs. Facts. That's super true. Yo, I, I, and like, I, I hate when I have to drag, um, I don't, I don't like dragging our men when it comes to stuff like that. But I just feel like these men, how can I let you lead me, son? Like, that should be so crazy. Like, the, like you, you, like how can I let you lead me when I do so much for myself on a day-to-day basis and you have nothing to offer, nothing to bring to the table but a dick? But see, that's the thing. I feel like sometimes, because I'm guilty of it too, I feel like sometimes we can be too strong and we don't allow them that opportunity to lead. So we never, if we never open that door for them to lead, it's not going to happen. No, but the thing about it is even when like opening the door for them to lead is also when you're having conversation, when you're getting to know each other and there's certain things that you find out and you're like, my nigga, I could never, you know what I mean? Like I can entertain you. I can kiki. I could take this date, and I don't even know if I should take this date because you really don't get your shit together. You're just like a walking billboard, and you look good for the, on paper, and you look good on on Instagram. You know but what I'm saying? But you a nah. fuck nigga, nah, 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 nah. I, nah, nah. I wouldn't say like you know, <laughs> not not all of them is fuck niggas, right. but you know, it's just certain things. Like I see certain things, and I'm just like, I can't. Like I, I couldn't, can't do it. Like mm-mm, nope, <laughs> can't do it. And then there's other situations like, okay, perfect. I had I used to talk to this guy, and this is a couple of years back, and he was just super busy. 
And he's amazing. He's a great person. And I would take his lead on things because Mm -hmm. I knew that he worked hard. I knew that he busted his ass. And I just would chalk it up to, you know what? Because of his schedule, no, we can't have a date night this week. No, we haven't seen... But I was willing to work with him. And he was willing to work with me, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was busy, too. But I was a little bit more... I was the one that was a little bit more flexible and a little bit more accommodating. Right. You know what I mean? And that's the role of a woman. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm here to be your helpmate. I'm here to sit back and say, you know what? I'm going to let you lead on this. And I let him lead the relationship until I felt like, you know what, bruh? You not about to be canceling on me last minute and I'm going to be okay with it all the time. So I also had to put my foot down too because I needed him to understand that this is not always going to be the situation. I know that I'm going to end up putting more effort in than you are. Mm -hmm. And I'm not not saying there's anything wrong with that, but you also have to meet me halfway too. You know what I'm saying? Like it can't always be a situation where you can cancel and Tamina's going to be okay with it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not cool. So, you know, and we're good friends to this day and I think that's something that he's understood and he had to work on in future relationships but he realized like yo i don't even think i'm gonna date bitches right now because i know i have too much going on and that's what i'm saying it stems back to um when you realize okay i gotta stop dating because i gotta focus on the things i need to focus on because i'm trying to take on all these energies and i cannot balance them you can't balance them and you can't and do what you and do what you're trying to get and and, and let me say something not every girl is that understanding because i'm uh, other bitches have been like nah my nigga like fuck out of here like fuck i look like waiting for you and I feel like that comes... Honestly, I feel like... Because sometimes it just be like... When you pick up someone who who ain't got shit going on... Mm-hmm. They can't understand when you say I'm busy. Yo, yo. Like, and I'm that used to happen to me. I'm not to be in your fucking face. Like, if I say I'm not, I'm, I'm not, be, I'm not available, I'm not available. Yeah. And um, that has been the biggest issue for me. Especially, like, you know... Like, even my recent... We, you know, we had... We had a little disagreement because um, I was late <laughs> again. Kina, you're but always I'm late. I'm always bro. late, but I was really and I I checked my I actually he's he dealing with him is allowing me to start checking myself before mm-hmm. he or anyone else has to check me. Like even yesterday, I had double booked myself and I I didn't even realize it until I said, okay, let me get my head together for the day, and I realized. That the time I had to, the time that I was gonna be at one place and the time that I had to be at the next place was way too close for Atlanta traffic, right? And I shouldn't have booked it the way that I did. Okay. Um, but he and I had got to argument because I literally was jam smack slammed one day, and um, he was just like, "Yo, like you, you stay late. Like I just need you to get it together." And I'm sitting there and I'm like, "I'm busy. Like I'm out here." I'm out here rebuilding because mm-hmm. I came from Atlanta, moved to New York for two years, yep. just came back to Atlanta. I have to rebuild all over again. Like, I'm like, babe, I'm out here getting it. I have to get it because I'm not about to sit here and depend on you. But in that, the way that he took it was like, you don't trust me to carry us until you get back to where you go. Right. And in my head, I never looked at it that way. Until he said it. And I was just like, damn, well, that's not how I mean it. But what I mean is, is I'm busy and I need you to understand that this is my job. Right. So I feel like you have to, you have to meet people who understand busy, but you also have to, you have to have someone that's willing to take that journey with you. Like if you don't have someone willing to take that journey with you, it's not going to work. But I do not fuck with people who are not busy. Yeah, I agree. And that shit irks. Like you got to have some stuff going on. Like, I, yeah. <sighs> Listen, I feel like 
you you can have your day job unless your day job, your career is that amazing. You have to have some other things going on. And I feel like we have to take advantage of the stock exchange. We have to try to take advantage of foreign exchange currency. We have to try to take exchange, um take put our hand in pyramid schemes like motherfuckers is over here doing it works hi i'm a distributor um <laughs> fucking herbal life i'm not really crazy about their stuff but just take advantage of certain things because i think pe- people see well they're not honestly speaking the biggest pyramid scheme in america is your nine to five. Oh, so, absolutely. so i hate when motherfuckers say oh they don't want to sign on to something and they don't want to do this they don't want to do that because it's a pyramid you're scheme you're nine to five your union job your secretarial job your executive assistant job is the biggest pyramid scheme, mm-hmm. okay? Known to man. So fuck out of here. Like I hate, I hate when when I when I learn that folks are not doing other things or trying to like work on other things. Like, nigga, I I be like, work on your YouTube channel, work on you know, work on everything. networking, and do small like, events. Yeah, work with other prom- work with other promoters. Don't ever let nobody. Yo, I had somebody tell me though, you be trying to do everything. Yes, the fuck I do. I try to do everything. I have a jewelry company. Because you don't know what the fuck is going on here. I have a jewelry company. Whether or not, like, right now, I, I totally put a pause on it for the past, like, year. Because I've just been, like, refocusing and trying to do stuff, like, all over again. And I'm like, yo, you know what? I'm going to sell a lot of this stuff on Depop. Get it out of the way. And then I'm going to revamp. And I'm going to restart. Especially now that I'm in Atlanta. I'm like, I have to restart. Because I'm like, well, I could be booking fucking shoots and putting jewelry on people. That's something mm-hmm. that I didn't do before. Because I didn't have time to do it. Right. So, um, you but know. you have to make time when it comes to your dream. Yep, exactly. And I'm like, yo, I could still be doing this shit. So, I'm like, I have to sit down and lend time to certain things. I'm lending time to my podcast. I'm trying to keep it on a schedule. At least, if, I, if it's not every Saturday or every other Saturday, at least it's two times times a month or whatever like I've been really dedicating myself to making sure that I do that especially now schedule being crazy or not right. um and so I was like all right I gotta take a time for doing my um my jewelry again it works that shit I could do that on my phone so that's not an issue like take the time out make blocks for yourself I have a planner I sit here and make blocks for myself all the time so I hate to say I hate to hear, even hear guys that are just not doing other things. And when I do hear a guy that's doing multiple things, I'm like, so tell me about them. I'm going to know. What's up? Network. Bitch, you could be fucking around trying to date and that's your network right there. Yeah. Ciao. Because your network is my network. Hello. How you doing? Like, that's it. <laughs> like, when I had lived here, I had dated um, a guy that was member of, um, a member of the Georgia Senate. He still is. Hey, Vincent. Hey, and, Vincent. Um, <laughs> and he's older. He's older, which is cool, whatever. And he was not my type. But I met him at an Andrew Young event. Mm-hmm. And... What he introduced me to was something I would have never been, not that I would have never been, but I hadn't been introduced yet, which is he introduced me to old money Atlanta, political money Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And because I was doing hair and makeup full time, it brought a whole different clientele that I didn't even have access to before. So you have to, like, especially when dating, like, date for love, yeah, but date, make it, make it make sense just in case it doesn't work out, you know you got something from it. And also, too, like, I'm not interested in a J&B kind of, I'm not interested in saying, oh, I want to be like J&B, but there's a little bit of a method to that madness, and 
I feel like it's super important to be a power couple, even in your community. Mm-hmm. If you're not doing the multiple things, at least if you're like, you know, if you don't have multiple businesses, at least you're doing things in within your community and you're having the conversations and you're, you know, doing the networking and talking to your peers. I feel like there's a lot of us that don't sit down and have conversations with our peers and really, you know, tap into each other because we're sitting here looking at each other as competition. Everybody feel like, oh, she does it, I can't do it, oh, she, do, she doing what I'm trying to do. Oh, she's so she doing, she doing the same thing I'm doing, so, you know, no, mm-mm. Nope. Do you know how, do you know, like, do you know how heavy the population is? Like, one person can't service everybody. Exactly. Create your fucking market, create your lane, and ride that shit. Exactly. But, yeah, you should do it, we should definitely do a podcast about that, like, just entrepreneurship. Because I feel like so many people get discouraged, and it's not—it's not something to be discouraged by. It's just something that you know that you have to work extra hard for. And I tell you, all the time. The, yeah, you will be the reason for your income. Depending on how hard you go, is what what will be returned to your business. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because there's a lot, there's a lot of things that I've let slide. I'm like I kept it up, but I still like let it go down, and I'm like nah. You can't lose sight of the fact that you have dreams and you have aspirations and you have, you know, platforms. You can't lose sight of that for a 9 to 5. People get comfortable your in nine nine to five. Your, your 9 to 5 is cool and dandy. And that's why everyone was like, oh, my God, I can't believe you left your, like, management job and you, like, picked up and moved again. Yeah, because it's overrated, bro. I don't give a fuck how much money I made. <laughs> I don't give a fuck how much money I made. Yes, I just got a significant raise. And I was just like, yo, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. Like, I am not happy. <laughs> like I'm over here and I'm not shading New York at all like I love New York New York is home like I'm like damn I kind of want to go home and like do my fall shopping and come back you know what I'm right. saying like and just you know that weekend go out to eat and have drinks and then hop on a flight and come back home and you know what I'm saying home. but um New York is just motherfuckers are hella miserable bro and they're not making it I'm not saying that anybody in Atlanta is making it any better because Atlanta has its you know black Hollywood bullshit as well but it's a little bit of a different beast in new york and it just like it don't it don't add up for me it don't add up for for where i want to go in my life at this point so you know sorry not sorry like sorry not sorry like i'm right. like, honestly not even sorry like, i'm not even sorry about it like i just you know it's, i'm not it's, doing it like, I, I can't can't do it like can't. not doing it can't doing it don't give a fuck about what you think about it like yep. that like that's exactly. it and that's that but just to segue in real quick, Tim, I really wanted to talk about this because you didn't see the episode. So, okay, long story short, I'll, I've seen some shows and I've also um, saw a segment on Instagram not too long ago. And it had to do with gay men mm-hmm. or bisexual men looking for wives, not necessarily always to have children but to hold the facade of them still maintaining a straight lifestyle Mm -hmm. so basically being their beard okay how do you feel about that i have a problem with uh people not living in their troops right um i have a big problem with people not living in their troops um especially when it affects other people. Right. So, if you're not living in your truth, but it only affects you, like, cool, whatever. But when you're not living in your truth and it affects other people, I have an issue with that. Because the the fallout never really injures the person who started the flame. You get okay. what I'm saying? It kind of always back, it always falls back on everybody else. Mm-hmm. So, you're sitting here trying to build a family and all this of what to keep a facade to 
society or whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, especially if you're not open and honest with this woman, what happens when she finds out that her husband is gay? Well, that's... Okay, so I'm saying more so in the terms of an arrangement. An arrangement? Yeah. I mean, the arrangement is cool, but the thing is, I still feel like that's selfish because now, okay, you have an arrangement, but you want to bring kids into the picture with this arrangement, right? Because you said family. Sometimes. Sometimes that's what it entails, yeah. If you have... Okay, so in that case, like, if you have kids, you got to worry about your kids. Because just because mommy and daddy signed up for this, how do they internalize that when they realize what's what what's real? Like, how do they di- digest that? Right. Now, if this is an arrangement, but y'all not having kids, you just doing this for the outside world, I want to make it look like I got a wife, then do you. Um, do you. I, I don't, I, I mean, I just really believe in just living in your truth, but in that case, are you, are you really hurting anybody? If she knows what it is and you, whatever arrangement y'all got going on, maybe not. I feel like as a woman, you'll probably hurt yourself because women are emotional beings. You're going to grow attached to this man. Like, don't. Unless it's a friend. Like, if it's a friend, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I was thinking in terms of, like, yo, it's a it's like a contracted situation. Like, bro, yeah, you're not trying to... Do you're not, no, not me. But I'm no, just saying... Okay. In that situation. Not me. I'm like, bro, if that shit is contracted and we want to do it for a certain amount of years, I'm like, I think I would be open to it. There are more... But, you know... Okay, so long story short, this guy... The guy... Damn, you didn't see the episode. Wait, you saw the ski trip episode? No, I've seen the ski trip. Okay, so a per- like perfect example. He was, if he hadn't taken those shrooms and they decided to fuck with each other. She would have never known she She would have never known that he was really gay. And he's really trying to fit the mold by finding a perfect girl who fits his friendship and fits his, mm-hmm. um, and guys, we're talking about, um, love is, if you guys haven't seen the episode, I'm so sorry, but, um, not, not sorry, um. Yeah, I just was so baffled by that because he was so honest and he came out and said it. And I'm like, I, but then I'm, he took it back the next day. Of course, because he was sober now and he was like, damn. Oh shit, I let the cat out the bag. I let the cat out the bag. But that girl, she is. She's a good girl. She ain't gonna say shit anyway. So I'm good. But it was just like, damn. Like there's, I'm like, how many men are still living this life and they're looking to marry and looking to court a woman and woo her and have sex with her and all of that stuff and it. And we may, at, at that point, up, up, up to that point, we don't even know, if, like, he's been having sex with men, but we just know deep down inside he's gay. And, yeah, and see. That's, yeah. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, but, you know, it's not only men. Women do the same thing. There's a lot of women yeah. who are who are lesbians, and because, you know, how, how do you, you know, they don't come out the closet. I feel like live your truth. Like, yeah. if that's who you are, that's who you are. But I guess that's easy for me to say as a heterosexual. Right. And well, I'm not I'm like, faced with I, that. I, I don't know. I don't know what that feels like. So I'm like, I don't know. Right. Yeah, that shit was kind of crazy. Because I'm like, damn. Like, what if she had went to the ski trip and really popped off with him? And then that came out, like, maybe in the storyline later on. She'd been, like, devastated. She would have been devastated. Like, I gave pussy to a gay you, nigga. Girl, you gotta see that Episode, but see, you gotta see that episode six though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it when I get home tonight. Mm. I'm definitely gonna watch it. You definitely gotta see that. But yeah, um, I just think that in terms of an arrangement, um, I didn't know it was a name for it. That's crazy. A beard. Mm-hmm. You never heard how Portia Williams when she well, was she Portia? What's her name now? Because her name well, she well, she was Portia Williams. Um, she was married to um, 
that guy mm-hmm. and they were saying the rumor around Atlanta was that he was gay for a mm-hmm. long time he is gay mm-hmm. okay so you do know that mm-hmm. I, I don't know him I don't know any friends of his or anything like that so I've, I've never been able to say yes or no but the, that was been the story and it had came up on Real Housewives as well and they said that she knew about it and she was just his beard mm-hmm. that's why the relationship and the, the, the ending of the she had miscarriages and in, in the end, of, like, their divorce was so super nasty. She didn't even get anything in that divorce. She didn't get nothing in that divorce. So they, they're they saying, like, you know, it was there was a lot of truth to it. And um, I think because, like, I think Kenya had said it. Kenya had said it, and it was speculation, and it was a big argument. So I think that, you know, deterred her, her divorce and all of that, like, from her to even getting anything anyway. But I don't know. I, I think Portia didn't sign the right paperwork, and he was strapped up. He He knew what the fuck he was doing or whatever. Portia's well, slow. Poor thing. She's so pretty but she's so slow. Dumb, 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 dumb. She dumb as fuck. So, <laughs> yeah. So, like, she knew about it. So, I'm like, okay, if in that case, if I fucking know about that shit and uh, this is something I decided I that I want to do. I want coins. my coins. We're going to go to a lawyer. We're going to draw up some paperwork. If we're not married, fine. If we are married, we're going to draw up the... You need to give me the, half up front. We just need to draw up the paperwork. I need right. to be set. You're not going to embarrass me if anything comes out. No, I'm not going to be the one to say anything because they're obviously going to be, you know, a clause. A non, you know, we're not going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it. But, like, there has to be some parameters to do this shit. When motherfuckers don't want to live in their truth and they want to, like you said, live in their truth and they want to, like, take this route. Mm-mm. They got to be some parameters, honey. We got to be lawyered up. Contracts go. yeah. need to be <laughs> signed up. And this coin needs to be in my Chase account. Right. Something need to be paid up front. Yeah, but there's there's motherfuckers out here that's doing this shit. I can believe though. it. I can believe it, especially in big cities. Let me say something. I had a conversation with a gay man not too long ago. I was out with my my gay friends, um, and he was telling me like, you know, he loved his baby mother. Obviously, had a baby mother at some point. Has a son. They don't know he's gay, but he has a full on relationship with another man. Full on relationship. Nobody outside like the community knows it, but the straight community doesn't know it because he is. So private, super super private. But see that I have an issue and with. And I, I have an issue with it too. And I like I fucking felt like Amanda Seals because I'm sitting here like, God damn it, like I like I can't even interject because this is somebody I'm cool with. But I was just like, God damn, that's that's kind of wild. Like I would attract him on that because just where we were, I couldn't do it. Well, not right then and then, but at some point, I would have a conversation with you. Like, I would hit him up, like, for me personally. I want to hit him up with some, oh, what you doing today? Oh, you free today? Can we meet up for dinner? Like, brunch, whatever. Like, I just, you know, I just want to kick it with you, whatever. Like, and just invite him on. Just, like, I feel like that nigga's been doing this shit for so long, though. They like, do it, but still, nigga. because that I have a problem with. Because now she doesn't know about your life. And... You know, like, it's like, just even too if much. Y'all, even if you're not fucking her or anything like that, but damn, like, that's your, you have a, at, at the end of the day, you technically have a family with this woman, so it's like, god damn, like, isn't that a conversation that you should have? He's, yo, he has to be fucking her, because ain't no woman gonna sit up, sit back for too long while you ain't giving her no dick. Now, I, his son is, you know, when kids are about seven, eight years old, at that point, you know. But we live, they live together? Mm-mm, no. Oh, they don't they live don't together? together. They don't live together. But I was just sitting here like, they don't know. Huh? That's crazy. What? Son. That shit wild, but that shit is normal, especially in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. That, yo, baffled, son. I was like, what? Nah. That shit is crazy. But yeah, um, I think 
What else? I don't know. I think we said we talked about a lot. We did talk about a lot. That shit wild though, that whole beard shit. Like Yeah. There's a lot of women that's out here, you know, bearding it bearding it up for these dudes so that they can live their happy lives. I'm like, they the girl, the parameters have to be Honestly, on. I'm not for it. Just because where I'm at right now, like I for me, I want family. Yeah, I want love and I want a husband and I want family. So I'm not gonna waste those pivotal years where I can be wasting to invest in something real. I think this if this some if this was something that was brought up to me when I was younger, maybe I'd consider it. I wouldn't yeah, consider younger, it now. Yeah, younger, but not I now. consider it now. Because there's just it's too mixy and there's certain things that I want to accomplish as well. And then of course I want to get married. I want to have kids. And I'm like, mm, nah. Like I'm like you gay nigga. I'm not gonna be able to lay in the bed with you and my son. Wrapped up, hugged up, watching Netflix and watching like Incredibles. Like we can't like do that together. Like that's not normal. It we could, but it just wouldn't feel right to me. Because like you want more, you know that it's just an arrangement. Like and it could, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not. Ain't gonna have my my fucking emotions involved. Right. Like nah, 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 nah. So nah, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. That's a dub. It's a dub for that. But yeah, I think we're gonna wrap up this week's episode. Um, thank you guys for tuning in to the Mina B podcast again. Um, Thank you for having me. Uh, yes, the What's the Thesis series. I try to keep up that series every month for you guys or just just about every month. Um, but it's awesome because we have so many other wonderful lady friends that have things going on that we can, you know, bring on the podcast. And I'm going to do your podcast next. Yes. I just know that that podcast is going to be awesome. It's going to be lit. Mess. My podcast is always a drunk podcast. It's going to be drunk. It's going to be a mess. <laughs> She gonna get me to saying shit that I just I know like I like I say a lot on my podcast, but I'm like she gonna get me to saying shit that I just know like <laughs> like my, yeah like I'm not as structured as you are so just <laughs> FYI it should like, be just go with the flow and do we go with the flow but let them know where to find you on your social media and your podcast um so Instagram is k e e n y a underscore b underscore um Snapchat is Kenya k e e n y a dot b um and my podcast is sugar on shit pod on instagram and you can find us on itunes soundcloud and youtube sugar on shit without the i so just s-h-t because itunes is being a hater yeah itunes does not let you put any curse words in your profile (laughs) or your name so i will definitely add her on instagram and on the this week's episode you'll be able to go and find her information, all that good yes. stuff. Oh, guys, and I have an online boutique called Downtown Virgo. So come shop, shop, shop. Support a black business. Yes. Um, let's circulate the coins in our community. We definitely need to do that on a continuous basis, honey, because this is yeah, <laughs> Trump, Trump nation. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. You guys know where to find me. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Any feedback that you'd love to give me on the What's the Tea series, what you guys want to hear the ladies talking about. I am more than open to that feedback. So you can definitely DM me at Mina Doll, M I 